Right. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250 What's up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions Of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, before I get into this real talk episode, I'm not even sure how long it's going to take. I think it might be short. I kind of think it might be long. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how it goes. But before I get into it, I want to remind you, you know, we don't charge for this podcast. I don't run ads on this podcast and I could be making, you know, multiple seven figures a year doing so. I just don't want to annoy you with the uh, 20 minutes of advertisements in the show. So in exchange for that, I would ask that you pay the fee. Now, if this is your first time listening, uh, and in a lot of you guys it is, the fee is real simple, okay? Um, if the podcast made you laugh, if it made you think, if it made you see a new perspective, if you learn something, if you're going to take something away that's going to help you be better, please share the show. You know, when you're out with your buddies, uh, when you're talking to your friends and they're asking you why you're so on fire and what you've been putting in the old dome, Give a shout to your boy, Andy, and the crew, okay? Uh, we're trying to help you guys win. Every once in a while, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world. And today, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but not a whole lot. Uh, but mainly, what we talk about here is how to get where you want to go, right? In other words, aka, how to fucking win. Now, winning isn't the most popular thing right now, you know? It seems like most people are more concerned with ranking themselves on how big of a victim they can be, all right? So if you're one of these people that likes to whine all the time and cry and thinks that life is a competition for the biggest sob story, uh, this isn't the show for you. You're not going to like it. This is a show for people that want to fucking win and people who are willing to work. And speaking of work, that's what we're going to talk about today, okay? Now, you all know there's two major political parties in America, and they're represented by animals, right? Republicans are the elephants and Democrats are the donkeys. And in the world of politics, when you see an elephant symbol, you know that that stands for something. And when you see a donkey symbol, you know that stands for something else. These two animals represent completely different philosophies, different ideas, and different values. Now, whether that's good or bad, those animals, they do help us classify people. If someone's wearing an elephant, uh, you know, we draw certain conclusions about them. If someone's carrying a sign with a donkey on it, we make other assumptions about them. Uh, and right now, the vast majority of the country is very divided based upon what preferred animal they identify with. I'm actually going to take a couple minutes today and build an analogy around this animal to show you that there's basically three types of people in this world. Depending on what it is you want for your life, you need to choose to be the right kind of person. All right. And it is a choice. So, what am I talking about? What animal could I possibly be talking about, right? The animal I'm talking about today is considered to be uh, an endangered species, okay? It's one of the largest breeds of horses on the planet. It can be up to six and a half feet tall and weigh up to 2,000 pounds, all right? They're versatile too. It can be a show horse. It can be a war horse. It can be a pulling horse. It's just an enormous beast of an animal, all right? These animals, this horse particularly, can pull up to 8,000 pounds and they didn't originate in America, but America has more of these horses than any other country at the time. And if you're from St. Louis, you're going to know what horse I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Clydesdale horse. 
A Clydesdale is a Flemish draft horse that a lot of people think comes from Scotland, but it's actually a Flemish horse. And it was exported all around the world to Australia, New Zealand, and the United States and many other places, okay? It's been used to build cities, build countries, and like I already said, to fight wars. It's an extremely important and valuable creature to the history of humanity. And you've probably seen these horses, you know, in Super Bowl ads, if you don't know what I'm talking about. These are the horses that pull the Budweiser cart. You might recognize that, right? Here in St. Louis, this is a huge part of our culture. Anheuser-Busch is a family-owned brewery here in St. Louis. Uh, If you're a fan of the Cardinals, you understand how important these horses are to the legacy of the St. Louis Cardinals, all right? And if you're not a Cardinals fan, sucks to be you. But regardless, uh, I don't think people understand how important these horses are, okay? I don't think people understand how much you should want one of these horses to represent what you're about. A lot of people out there, if they pay attention to horses at all, they pay attention, you know, to the prancing horses, the race horses. They watch the Kentucky Derby or the Preakness or the Belmont Stakes. And then, you know, they get interested in these fast horses with the weird ass names, right? Like Sea Hero and Animal Kingdom and California Chrome, right? It's just like weird. I know I'm not the only one that thinks these names are weird, but I did find out in my research that In 1916, in the Kentucky Derby, there was a horse named the Cock. I thought that was a decent name. But anyway, uh, you know, these horses get all the glory, okay? And these horses, they win the big race. They earn millions of dollars for their owners. They get paraded around. They prance around. Everybody celebrates them with their fancy fucking hats. And you know what happens next? They get old. They get slow. And guess what happens? They get shot. All right? That's what happens to these horses. Clydesdale's don't get that attention or respect they deserve. And I think that kind of sucks. Clydesdales are unlike any other creature out there in the world. That's why I've built this analogy around this magnificent beast. I've shared it with my team. I'm going to share it with you. This actually comes straight from my meeting that I gave this Monday. All right. And here it is. There's three types of people in this world. There's Clydesdales. There's the Clydesdale crew. And then there's the Clydesdale critic. Let's start with the Clydesdale itself. When you look at one, what do you see? You see a creature that's big and strong, but I bet you didn't know it's also one of the most intelligent horses as well. People don't generally know that. These horses are extremely intelligent. They're big, they're beautiful, they're powerful, they're determined, they're hard-driving creatures that have literally shaped the landscape of many countries across the globe. So when you see a Clydesdale, it's usually pulling something. That's what draft horses do. It could be pulling a plow, could be pulling a cart. But when you think of the Budweiser Clydesdales, they pull this huge wagon of beer. That's how most people think of them because that's what we see. We see this team of eight beautiful Clydesdales pulling this big red wagon of Budweiser beer down the road. And that's what's ingrained in our head. That started in 1933 at the end of Prohibition. Anheuser-Busch, which is local here, like I mentioned, had a great idea. The team of horses was gifted within the family and then used for promotions all over. You know, like I said, if you're a Cardinals fan, you know how important the Clydesdales are to St. Louis and to the culture of the St. Louis Cardinals baseball. All right. If you're not a Cardinals fan, you probably should be. That's just the facts. But at any rate, the bottom line is, is whether they're pulling a wagon full of Budweiser beer or they're pulling a wagon full of soldiers and equipment or whether they're uh, pulling a plow. Clydesdales are workhorses. 
They're very smart workhorses. And in my analogy, the Clydesdale is the person who is the workhorse, okay? It's the person who puts in the massive effort to get things moving, keep things moving, to make sure that they and their crew get the job done, okay? They are the real power of the team. They pull a lot of weight. That's what a draft horse does. That's what a draft horse is built for, to pull a lot of weight, okay? And the wagon ain't moving an inch without them. So nothing gets done without the Clydesdale. That's the first type of person, okay? Now, remember, I said that Clydesdales are considered endangered. Now, I don't know if the people who are willing to be the workhorse, so to speak, will ever go and stick, but I can tell you this. They're a lot more fucking rare than they used to be, and they're getting more and more rare every day. So if you really are a Clydesdale, you understand that your job is to be the main strength of your team. You understand that you are the main pulling power, okay? You don't complain about that. You aren't surprised that you're sore from all the effort that you put in, that you ache from that effort of training so hard and pulling so hard and straining so hard. You don't resent the team that rides in the cart. You accept it. You know your role. You embrace it. I mean, Clydesdale, guys, is a workhorse, a warhorse, and a show horse, which means you pull whatever the wagon you're hitched to, and you pull it with maximum effort. You attack the challenge like it's your worst enemy, and you do it with some motherfucking swag. You know why? Because you're a Clydesdale. People don't show up to watch donkeys pull a fucking wagon down the road. They show up to watch motherfucking Clydesdales, okay? Now, we all know that you can't do anything without the Clydesdale, but a Clydesdale can't do everything itself. That's why there's the second type of person, the Clydesdale crew. Okay, these are the type of people that won't necessarily be the main workhorse, but each play a super important role in getting things moving, right? They polish the wagon, they check the wheels, they maintain the axles, they make sure the horses are fed and watered, they make sure that the horse is healthy, they hitch up the horse, they take care of it, they brush the horse, they do all the things needed so that the Clydesdale can do its part, okay? This is what they do. They provide essential support for the Clydesdale, which pulls the most weight. They know that he is the driving force that's moving them, but they also understand that he can't do it without them. They don't say, oh, fuck, you know, that big Clydesdale gets all the credit. They don't complain when they're moving down the street and someone shouts, damn, look at the size of that horse. It's beautiful, right? They're happy to be a part of the crew. They know that when the horse and the crew work together, shit gets done. We get where we want to go. People get helped. Products get served. Businesses get built. Cities get built. Wars get won. Okay? And there's a lot of people out there that are these kind of people. They're members of the Clydesdale crew. This is a great thing. All right? These are good people who understand that not everybody's a six and a half foot tall, 2,000 pound fucking workhorse. All right. They are happy to fulfill their role on the team. If you're this type of person, you should feel good about yourself. As long as you know that your role is to assist the Clydesdale as he or she does, you know, what he or she does, which is all the heavy pulling. All right. Do everything you can to make sure that big ass horse can do its job. Okay. These people take all the little details seriously. They take all the little details 
and take care of them so that the big horse can hitch up and start to fucking pull. All right. But then we got the third type of person, which is the Clydesdale critic. I'm not using that term in, you know, an overly negative sense. We hear the term critic now, and we automatically think like troll or hater. That's not how I'm using it. I'm using it in the same way we think of a movie critic, right? Movie critics don't make the movies. They don't act. They don't direct. They don't produce. They just share their opinion about whether the movie was good or bad. Clydesdale critics are the same, right? They may be positive. They may be negative. They may see the wagon go down the road and say, oh, you know what? That's a nice looking horse. Or they may see it and say, what the fuck is the point of a big ass horse? You know, a racehorse, it looks way better, right? They may say shit like, well, the wagon's moving too slow. Or maybe we should paint that wagon blue instead of red. The bottom line is, whether they offer a compliment or talk shit, Clydesdale critics do nothing to help move anything. They're spectators. They're bystanders, okay? These are people that hang out and literally stand there and hang around and wait for the Clydesdales to pass by and they don't do a damn thing. This is what the vast majority of the human race is like, a Clydesdale critic, okay? They aren't powerful workhorses. They aren't helpful members of the crew. They don't do any of the heavy lifting. They don't assist with the details. They just talk. They say nice things that really don't mean shit. They say mean things that really don't mean shit. They literally do nothing to provide any value or contribution to what the fuck we're trying to do, okay? These are non-contributing zeros. Non-contributing zeros, okay? Now, ideally, everyone would be a Clydesdale, right? Like, we all want to be the Clydesdale, right? It sounds cool. Like, everybody, you know, the Clydesdale gets people oohing and eyeing, and it gets people to brush it, and it gets people to water, and it gets people to feed it. But you got to remember, man, that Clydesdale works his fucking ass off, okay? And some people are never going to be Clydesdales. Now, you might be in the Clydesdale crew right now, and you might decide you want to be a Clydesdale, but guys, I just have to tell you, it's a different role, all right? Not everybody's built to be a Clydesdale. Some people are built to be part of the Clydesdale crew. But I'm telling you right now, no matter what team you're on, whether you're on a sports team, whether you're on a church team, whether you're on a business team, whether you're, and I'm not talking about just being the CEO, I'm, you know, there's multiple teams inside of a big team, you know, be the Clydesdale of your team, right? That's what you should aspire to be. But still, even so, even with those aspirations, not everybody's going to be built to be a part of the Clydesdale crew. Okay. So you have to decide which of those two options you're going to be. Because those are your choices, Clydesdale or crew. Because the third option, the Clydesdale critic is unacceptable. Non-contributing zero. Remember, if you want to be happy, if you want to be successful, if you want to be a good human being who feels good about your life, you can't be the fucking critic. You can't just stand there sharing your worthless opinion, doing absolutely nothing while the real contributing members of society pull their weight and move their wagons down the road of progress and productivity, okay? That's what we're here to do. Guys, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit if your favorite animal is a donkey or an elephant, all right? I don't care which way you vote. America isn't gonna be better off if we have more donkeys or more elephants. It's gonna be better off if we have more fucking Clydesdales and more people committed to helping the big horses in our society pull their weight and do what they need to do to move the wagons, to win the wars, and to do the work necessary to make this country the best it possibly can be. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna 